Hello, and welcome to Feats and Fables, the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons streaming game just for adventurers like you. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts by searching for Feats and Fables. If you want to watch us live and chat with us, we'd love to have you join us on Monday nights on Twitch at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm Paige Lightman, the DM of Feats and Fables, and I'd like to welcome you to Aglarond. Aglarond is a peaceful pastoral nation of half-elves. Our heroes are part of the Foresters, an elite unit of scouts and rangers charged with defending Aglarond's borders from the particularly from the dead from the evil fascist nation of Thay. Currently, our heroes are in the mountains of eastern Aglarond, heading north to the Singing Sands to recover a mysterious artifact. Let's meet our heroes. First, we have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch night fighter played by Ron Frankie. Looking forward to the prophecy. Uh, Wildfire will not be joining us this evening. Ross is a lizard folk Drake Warden Ranger, played by Coda of Codab Games. Hello. We have Mira, a water genasi Circle of the Land Druid, played by Dr. Andrew Wong. Hello. And then we have Silvio, a Seder College of Eloquence bard, played by Ben Heisler. Good evening, everybody, and thanks for joining us. And welcome to episode 18 of the Heroes of Aglarond. Previously on Feats and Fables, our heroes learned that the wicked redcap, Gearflagon, might not be as dead as they thought he was. The folk from a nearby town came to bring the wicked witch to justice, but our heroes convinced them to leave as Tamith had been extremely helpful to them and evinced no ill behavior. So, with the artifact finder in hand, it looks like our heroes are ready to head out to find the dwarves of Shivar Pass. Uh, ben, I believe you had something you wanted to talk about. As a matter of fact, I do. Hey, everybody. Uh, you can play with both Paige and myself this upcoming Saturday the 21st as a part of Wisdom Save Weekend. Uh, it is a little weekend convention going on at startplaying.games uh, and is benefiting our friends over at Take This, a uh, group that is set up to help provide mental health services and other help to specifically to gamers. Uh, so check it out and we will have the link here in the chat and our show notes. All righty. That's pretty awesome, y'all. Yeah, I'm super excited. Uh, the the adventure I'm running for Wisdom Save Weekend is one that I wrote for uh, for Adventures League. I may or may not be playing it Adventures League style, but it's a horror survival game, and it's a lot of fun. And I'm running a session of the Alien RPG. So lots oh. of there. Uh, I called dibs on the cat character. That <laughs> right? Heart pick. I, I call dibs in the corporate shill. <laughs> you have to admit it's a good pick. Right. And I heard that there are still seats available for this event. Yes. If you go to start playing 
games. You can search for Ben and I, and there's a whole panoply of cool games that you can play. And the like we said, all the funds go to uh, to take this. Awesome. All right. So when we last left our heroes, they were at Tamith Cherboga's house. Tamith is a Rashimi woman who uh, lives basically out uh, alone on the slopes of the, the Shivar Pass. And she was uh, going to prepare a item that would help our heroes orient on this artifact in the Singing Sands. Theoretically, it's an artifact that King Elfon, an ancient king of Aglaron, dropped when he died in a battle between uh, Thay and Aglaron. Yeah, 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 Paige, we, we got your main plot, but we need a divination for the side mission. Oh, right, yes. All right, so uh, in the morning, as you are uh, getting ready, Tamith goes about bustling around, getting breakfast to people, and uh, eventually takes uh, uh, probably half an hour to go contact whatever sources she has. And she comes out of her room uh, looking a bit tired and says, well, I have a divination and I don't think you're going to like it. Hmm. Well, play it on us. Are they all undead creatures (laughs) out to get us? Worse. They're all agents of they. Worse. They, uh... Who are we talking about? It's a kitten. (laughs) So... I believe we are talking about the people of Chernow, the the town full of uh, people too wise to be fooled by Faye, and uh, definitely don't have problems with people leaving because it's such a boring shithole. Well, I think they have a deeper problem going on. The prophecy I got went like this, and she closes her eyes so she can concentrate. I see the icy hand of darkness making a bargain. These people have accepted a fey bargain, and true to his word, the bringer of autumn has done what he said, but he's also offered a wish that was too tempting. I don't know. Wait, they have a gar- they have a deal with who? Uh, the divination only said that uh, he. It, he, they used the pronoun he and called him the bringer of autumn. Hmm. Oh, that sounds great. Does that ring uh, a bell? Do you know who that is, Silvio? You, you know what, Paige? Do I know who that is? Do I need to roll a do I know that guy check? Ding, 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 ding. That guy. Oh, that guy. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Nobody wants to know that guy, especially when it comes time for, you know, literally anything. Uh, Victor with a 12? That sounds like some sort of dark fae. Like, that's the kind of language that that stuff is usually couched in. Mm. All right, let's see what the good church taught me about this dark fae. A 15! Uh, you know what? I'll give you advantage on that because it takes one to know one. <laughs> All right, let's see if I can beat a 15. Wow. wow. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, how about a 24, maybe? All right. So you have actually heard of this particular fae that calls himself Bringer of Autumn. He is a uh, Eladrin named Trinless. And his... Like, Eladrin often typify abstract concepts, like air and darkness. And uh, Trinless is a shadow Eladrin. Ah, so he also typifies, you know, the whole Eladrin, I'm more important than everyone, and I need to give myself a lordship, and nobody invites me to parties because I'm such an asshole, that type of thing. But everyone has to come to my parties because I am a demanding person that is vengeful when it's not all about me. So, Trinless is an old spirit. He's been around a long time. And he's not, like, royalty royalty, but he can kind of see it from where he is. Hmm. Ah, I see. Uh, so, my frowns uh, and countrymen and fellow foresters... Uh, the Bringer of Autumn is a very old fae who we probably do not want to mess with because it could uh, very well derail our whole actual mission of, uh, you know, saving our country. So... So we shouldn't insert ourselves into the affairs of this village. Plus, you know, they did literally ask for it. Like... Who are we to get between them and what they asked for? But wait a minute. If they asked for it, why are they trying to blame all of it on her? And he'll point at uh, the witch. Probably because they are... Um... Well, there are two things. Uh, one, they did not particularly like... Uh... Or rather, they liked it at the time, but now they do not. Uh, and the other possibility may be that uh, a, you know, this biller bargain was struck, uh, and I looked to Tanith to confirm whether she knows anything about this from the divination. Uh, the bargain was struck many generations ago, and uh, now the current populace are straddled with it because it's one of those... Uh... So if you make an agreement with a fae such as this, uh, it doesn't actually have a end term. Uh, it's just a thing at that point. So... I mean, you could end it by destroying the town, I guess, but uh, that's probably outside of the realm of uh, things we are willing to do. Maybe they're just really bad at admitting that they've made a mistake. I don't know anyone like that. <laughs> why, are you, why are you looking at me? <laughs> we, no, we were looking at the camera, at the audience. Uh -huh. It's a very human thing not to be able to own up to your... Yeah. I was literally turning my head down and to the right, which is where Twitch chat is for me. So <laughs> eyes on the camera. Eyes on the camera. Look, look, Paige. I love you, and it's it's not all about you. <laughs> so a lot of times it is. Well, and uh Russ will kind of uh push push himself back from the, the table. Victor, it is your decision as our commander. Whatever you say, I will follow. And I'm going to excuse myself to get ready to go. Goose needs to go for a run. Before we start marching, 
I mean, have you seen how much energy she has? All right. It sounds like uh, these people did make their bed, and I think they're going to have to sleep in it. We'll report the situation, but uh, even if we can oppose the will of a powerful Aladrin, you know, we might not be at full strength when we're done. And uh, I think Aglaron needs us to see this through the artifact getting, I mean. Strangely, I find myself agreeing with Victor. I still have 10 fingers. <laughs> well, what does our host think about this? Uh, if it if it's trendless, I think it must be. Trendless has a very bad reputation of making deals and then making people regret those deals while sticking to the letter of the deal. <laughs> He's certainly someone to be opposed. Um, given his particular interests, he's... I remember a time when uh, someone asked him for enough cheese for a lifetime, and next day, next day, crushed by a giant wheel of cheese. It was all the cheese he could use and the end of his lifetime. Perfect. Mwah. That's the kind of deal he makes. Only you know he's an asshole about it, right? Like, we don't know what they gave them. Like, even with the disappearance of some villagers, it's possible they're actually coming out ahead. Hmm. Well, uh... Because he could have saved the entire village from being wiped out. I just don't know the details. And I think we should find them out perhaps later after we do the job that we are supposed to be doing. You will let us know if the villagers continue to uh, harass you, though. Well, she was actually going to go help the villagers. Or try, but now she kind of knows what their real problem is, right? I'm not getting into it with Trinus. <laughs> but that's the source. He, he is the source of their woes. Correct. And I'm not able to do a darn thing about that. I am not going up against Trinus. I mean, they describe some pretty petty problems. I don't know if Trendless is like, you know, giving them a bad crop or whatever. Mm. He tends to be more grandiose than that. Or Faye in general tend to be more grandiose once they reach the title level. I mean, honestly, it's just kind of surprising, rather, that uh, these people are running off and not being replaced by, you know, Faye in disguise or some manner of changelings, because that's like the normal thing. That way they get, you know, implanted agents and they get children. It's, you know. The town is just that boring. No one wants to go there. Yeah. They can't, they can't get it. Not even <laughs> Fae children want to go. Right. Fae drain is just a big problem there. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll swing by maybe when we get back and see how things are unfolding. Well, I just wanted to point out, uh, Trinless's title is Bringer of Autumn. It's high summer. It's not. It's not his time of greatest power. Mm. That will be coming up. <laughs> well, we definitely want to confront him when he's at his highest power. It wouldn't be sporting otherwise. 
confront him in a field full of pumpkins. We'll try to stop in and see how you're doing. How's that? I would appreciate it. I would appreciate it. I'll help with what I can in the village itself and maybe see if I can find out more about this deal with Trinless. But mm -mm, no, sir, I am not going up against that fellow. Well, good luck out there. They, they, they seem like unreasonable and generally ungrateful people. <laughs> she makes a face. <laughs> uh, well, let me pack you a few of these raspberry muffins for your trip. Ooh. Ooh. She knows how to make lifelong allies. Through their stomachs? I mean, yes. Hmm. I feel like there's a lesson there. If you ever want to protect an NPC, just give them a basket of muffins to offer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Although y'all really aren't... Uh... Murder hobos? Well, you don't particularly have a firm residence at the moment, so let's not <laughs> cast dispersions there. But with one notable exception in recent history, y'all generally aren't the fire fireball first and ask questions later type of group. I like how you say that the session that wildfire's not here. That's just that for the record. It's a lot easier to say when he's not here. Exactly. Right then. All right, so you're headed headed out? Yes, we're going to head to Shriver Pass, and we're going to try and make contact with the dwarves. Okay, so uh, you actually have to kind of go right by the Tarcellus Fountain uh, to get towards the Shibar Pass. Um, we can see if it has improved. Yes, Ooh. and when you get there, you find it has changed. Wow. So the trees are still raggedy bare, but they're starting to get some leaves coming back. Ooh. And the uh, the warding glyph around the fountain glows with a protective green energy. Also, you notice that some of the, the grass and flowers are starting to come back as well. And even more importantly, it is now hopeful music rather than pensive scary music. <laughs> Sir, you may have an inspiration point. I am the bard. I have to notice these things. Mira will stop the party for a second and collect a few samples. Okay. Labeling and dating them as appropriate. Sure. Are you collecting samples of water or terrain or... Water and dirt, generally speaking. Okay. Uh, you notice as you are collecting water samples, mm -hmm. you see a pair of uh, blue, like glowing blue eyes briefly manifest and kind of look at you and then demanifest. I wave. Did, um, Paige, did, did we ever get a name for the Guardian? You did not. Okay. <laughs> Should we ask? Ross? What, uh, what is your diagnosis of the area mirror? That's an excellent question. I will roll my, my this here Nature tap check. Let's see if I. Eh, it's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> Midland. Yeah. You're, more of an, you're more of an oceans and lakes type druid. It's true. It's going to require way, like my, my lab instead of just my mobile lab. Who can say? 
I'll be like, I just collected this sample. I can't draw conclusions yet. And the good news is Dick Van Dyke isn't here, so it can't be diagnosis murder. That was a deep cut, Ben. That was a All right, cut. so, Paige, I will, um, Russ will approach the, the fountain with the um, respect of one of that has, has given him his its blessing, given Russ its blessing, um, and just kind of peer into the water to see if he sees the visions again. Why don't you just address it? What are you doing? Is it? And, uh, ooh, I think I do speak primordial. So, uh, in primordial, I will speak, uh, how are things, Master Guardian? Uh, you briefly see a pair of glowing blue eyes manifest and they demanifest after a moment. And, uh, the water in the top tier of the fountain forms the uh, forms the symbol of Corlon Lairthian, the head of the Elven Pantheon. Uh, sure. Here, here you go. Have have this religion check. It's a fifteen. Do, do I recognize it? Yeah, it's a it's an eight pointed sun glyph, and it's it it's hard to hard to Aglarond without being pretty aware of the major deities of the Elven Pantheon. Well, keep in mind that I'm I'm a I'm a far far something. What's my background? Fart. You're a fart. <laughs> I'm a fart. No, uh, I'm a far traveler. So I am not sure. necessarily familiar with the ways of Aglarond, but uh, you you've been in the Elven army deities. for a while. So Fart Raveler. I was waiting for the right one to be like, Who are you? I love it. Hmm. All right. Well, then I will um, I will ponder on the symbol and its meaning. So, Corallon is the is a god of things pretty much going okay. Okay. Not like, great. Not terrible. No, 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 he's he's one of the good guys. All right. Isn't it they're one of the good guys? Uh it it is. Um Corlon is more often seen as male, and the the other two primary deities of um the Faerunian uh Elven Pantheon, which is Angerod and Selude, are most often seen as female, uh, but they, they all kind of change around. I will uh, look back to Mira. I think he is doing good. <laughs> Mira will kind of look in and, and go, uh, do you have a name uh, in Primordial? I don't think we caught it last time we spoke. There is no response from the fountain. Eh, okay. Well, we're not being attacked, so that's probably a good sign. Uh, we we tried, and therefore no one can judge us. All right. I... Shall we continue on? I think we're ready. All right. You continue traveling on through the area, and you get into the Shivar Pass, 
which is a, a narrow area kind of between some of the, the peaks there. And it varies from like 50 feet wide with kind of steep cliffs on either side to the better part of a quarter mile wide. Um, and it's, it's hard going. Uh, the terrain is pretty rough. Y'all have packs that include food, water, etc. for uh, for many days. Uh, Paige, while we while we travel, I'm going to give my sword and my bonded longbow to my companions and basically walk a distance away and summon them. In the last battle, there was a a mix up, and I just want to see if my ability is still working the way I expect it to work, or if there's you know, if it works differently now? No offense, Victor, but I don't want to touch that sword. Not after the last time. You can hold my longbow, Ross. It's fine. I will stroke your sword. I mean, I will hold your sword. I will so, handle? <laughs> I give my sword to Mira. <laughs> I knew that would get me out of it. Yes. Mira will take the sword because she's not really terribly concerned. But uh... so, how do my experiments go? When I attempt to summon the sword, what happens? So, when you summon the sword, it pops to your hand with alacrity. Um, it's very easy. Like, there is a mental effort that is required to bring your weapon to you. And the mental effort to bring the sword to you is much less than the mental effort to bring the bow to you. You do trade them back and forth a few times. And, I mean, it works pretty well, maybe a, a dozen times or 20 times. And then you mean to call the bow and the sword, sword shows up instead. Hmm. Interesting. It's almost like a one in 20 chance. <laughs> like someone might be rolling a die. Uh, surely not. Surely not. I am sure there's a, there's a forces at work. We just haven't found yet. All right. I will uh, take it in stride. I mean, what does this uh, mean? Uh, it means that I guess I'm not completely in control of my own powers right now. But uh, luckily I have lots of backup bows, so... Wait a minute. You are still you, right? You haven't been replaced by some elven royalty intellect, have you? <laughs> yes, Rivel, I'm still me. Mm. That is what the elven royalty inside your brain might say. He's true. It's okay, Ross. If we <laughs> if we lose our commander in this fashion, at least it'll be a novel way. I uh, we and we would just be continuing our tradition. Yes, but we can sort of. Why don't you just pencil that in into the paperwork to get our next commanding <laughs> officer, though, for why we lost our current one? I would, but. The last time I tried to do paperwork, Wildfire set it on fire, saying I did it all wrong. Well, he's not here to judge you this time, so go ahead. Just mm. think of it as if you're crafting the paperwork. Ali, <laughs> perhaps you should uh, do the paperwork on uh, some of your undies? No! 
That's my wildfire will definitely stay away from them. <laughs> so, as we uh, are we ascending this valley or descending this valley, I'm just kind of curious. Both. It takes uh, some ups and downs to get through it, and it'll be a hike of at least another day or so to uh, to get through the pass. Okay. Mira is is no geologist, but she's going to uh, whip her uh, notebook out to take a few uh, measurements uh, and even grab... Um, she does have a... Um, like a surveyor's... What's that thing called? Uh, transit that mm. she'll use to take... Uh, a few measurements here and there. She's trying to figure out if she's in fact in an elongate trough. Um, she'll examine some of the stones to see. Uh, she has this theory that that large uh, ice masses uh, travel down valleys like this. Uh, everyone thinks she's crazy, but uh, she's pretty certain that these smaller rocks down here are probably signs that uh, that a, a, a large mass like that was actually responsible for grinding down these rocks. Yes, and that all of these boulders might be glacial erratics as well. That makes no sense. Everyone knows that this was cut in the ground during a titan's battle by a mighty axe blow. Hmm. Victor Mm. has a good point there. Victor has a situation. But, Paige, since we're on the scientific descriptions of geographical landscapes such as this... Uh, tell me about the elevation and the weather. Like, how uncomfortable am I? <laughs> am I breaking out the furs yet? So Are we at high high latitude here? So, let me put it this way, Coda. In real life, how do you feel about the weather right now? Oh, God, set me on fire, please. <laughs> Coda really does not like cold weather at all. Uh, yeah, Ross is really not enjoying this it's uh daytime temperatures are in the low 60s or high 50s and it's just above freezing at night guys it's really hard to move in these layers upon layers of furs that i've got on are you you're wearing more than just lower cloth at this point <laughs> oh yeah you're saying <laughs> oh yes i have learned my mistakes of traveling in the mountains without proper winterized protection question are the layers in fact just other loincloths that you've attached to the parts of your body look don't examine my outfits too closely okay it just seems like a patchwork is all i'm saying a patchwork of crotches don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to is is really the takeaway from this conversation uh that's an episode title if i've ever heard one patchwork of crotches (laughs) i think Work of Crotches is the new album from Shotgun Sodomy that just came out. Mm. Episode 18, Patchwork of Crotches. Coming <laughs> soon. Axe blows. Really? Really? Yes. So you travel in the in the pass for the better part of a day. And uh, it's getting a little bit towards evening. Of course, there's... um. The sun sets a little earlier up here, given the elevation. And as the blue shadows lengthen from the trees, uh, Ross can just feel the cold air sucking the life out of him. 
Yeah, like I, I try to stick to the sun as much as I can because, like, yeah. unfortunately, even wrapped in furs is not really doing me much. But yes, you have to get a heat rock from the campfire and put it in mm-hmm. your furs. Uh, so as you're strolling down the path, uh, Mira and Ross, you hear a faint noise in the rocks off to the side. It's sort of a whoosh of air and a gentle whimper and as as you're there uh three ogres stroll out of the the rocks they came from nowhere and they're carrying uh a figure with them uh that looks like kind of a short person looks like a red cap you can actually see the bright red cap uh and there's spikes iron spikes driven through him. He's not dead and he's whimpering. Ooh. I mean, as soon as I heard something, I went for the, the my longsword just to be ready. I won't immediately attack, but... How many ogres? Three. Uh, and one of them says, uh, so... We wanted to uh, let you know that this traitor that you made the deal with. Yeah, he's going to be permanent dead for making that deal with you. And as a matter of fact, you're going to be permanent dead too. And they start striding towards you with clear malice in their intent. The deal still stands and is still effective, so... but uh... It shows they really care when they not only come to kill us but also let us know why ahead of time i know it's very kind that's just far better than every other people that has tried to kill us for the most part Mm -hmm. these are very polite ogres i respond in the only way i know how which is a blood-curdling scream of glorious battle All right, if you will uh, kindly please array yourself on the right side of the map. Uh, How tall are these rocks? uh, Consider them all consider consider them all ten feet high. Mm -hmm. The large ones and the Mm -hmm. small ones are just like five feet high. Sounds good to me. My Draconic Translator website got an update, y'all. Ooh. Now I can type yeah. in a word and it will search the database automatically. Nice. Ooh. I uh, love this random website. <laughs> well, <laughs> we should put the link to it in chat. Yeah, sure. Um, do we want to put ourselves in our marching order? I see. Oh, I thought we were spreading out. I mean, we've been we've been ambushed, so Okay. We didn't have time to like, you know. I don't know. Have we been ambushed, or they? they I mean, they they, they soliloquize there. I, I thought we were around the campfire anyway, so. Nope. This is why you're still out and walking. Mm. But Mira does occasionally cast thermal vent for Ross to warm himself by. Oh, Aww. thank God! <laughs> Those are the best part of my day. Mion and Kitty, you gotta go. And we should probably put wildfire. Um, yeah, I'll just file him so. up here. <laughs> out of trouble. <coughs> just out of the way, you know. <laughs> so, if you will remember to click on your token, and then uh, put your initiative in. Gross. 
playing D and D. That's what we're doing. I mean, <laughs> do you have a an alternate suggestion? I mean, we've been playing D and D. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, a military st- suggestion? <laughs> Good news, guys. Paige just wasted her nat twenty on an initiative. Uh, Is that really a waste, though? Good news, everyone. Good news. I thought for sure somebody was going to come back. Oh, we can play another system. We're going to play Deadlands. Because Silvio is still going first. We could. We could say that, Paige. I expected it. We reserve the right to say that at any time. Do these ogres um, have anything that might set them apart from an average ogre? Other than being polite? Uh, they look pretty muscly. And they look like their uh, their skin is kind of rocky in nature. So you think these might be the fabled Aglarondian mountain ogres, mm. which are definitely a more dangerous breed than just the, the lowland generic ogres. Yeah, yeah, mountain how, ogres. How are they uh, attired and armed? They are attired in crude hides. They are armed with clubs. And uh, they have bags at their waist that have large bulges in them. Probably stones. Hmm. I was supposed to say, tell me more. (laughs) Wah, wah, wee, wah. I feel like I almost had a moment, uh, the little Nas X, like, could you take these guys? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Wait, you mean fight? All I right. love, love, love Little Nas X. All right. So, uh, I think we have, I think we have everyone. So they're on top right. of these rocks here. Yes. Silvio, you feel impelled to act. Uh, let me merely say that, uh, I am not at all planned for my turn to come around. I was still working on my spells. Surprisingly. Surprisingly. Yeah, I know. I'm getting that face again. Uh, I mean, you know, when I am uh, struck with surprise and also three big dudes that want to beat me in an unpleasant manner, uh, I will uh, draw out my uh, fabled Vandor. And uh, tell them, hey, perhaps you should uh, chill out. We'll deal with this one first. And then after that, we will have a conversation with you. Hopefully, you will want to uh, hear Wonderwall. I think we used up all of our Wonderwall jokes last Last yeah, week. we did. I got to do like champagne supernova or something. I have to keep the, the Oasis ones good. Kind of an infinite supply, aren't there? And it's a great song. Just go listen to it. Yeah. It'll be good. So they do not actually save with disadvantage. It is almost as if they are shrugging your spell off. Oh, a nine and a 16. The nine is toast, obviously. What about the 16? Uh, 16 makes. Okay. But one is better than none. Uh Uh-huh. You know, I don't have a Wonderwall token. I didn't... Page, there's no persistent effect. Oh, I thought he... The uh, persistent effect is incapacitated. I mean, there is on the ogre, but you can just put a... Yeah. 
I was just figuring out which one I was going to use. I'll use blank. Oh, it looked like you were drawing the shape. Oh, no, no, no. I was just putting a token on. Uh, anything else there, Sylvia? Uh, no, I'm good. All right. Ogre. I said that, but then I remember there's a lot of stones around here. <laughs> while none of those are actual walls, I like having a nice stone between me and people that are, you know, going to try to do harm to me. So They are wall-like. Yeah, so I'm just going to go over here. And uh, now I'm done. All righty. I say, and then I remember I should bardically inspire someone, and that's going to be Russ. Russ, get him! And now I'm done, having used all three of my actions and declared myself done twice. What, I'm what the kind your... of person you want casting, doing spellcasters at your game table. Are you what sure? Was the, what was the Are effect that Wonderwall had on them again? Uh, he's incapacitated, which means he takes no actions. Okay. Uh, all right. But he can be woken up if we damage him. Yep. Oh. Wow. So attack him first. Got it. So this one strides forward. Crap, I haven't had time to rage yet. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, yeah, and you look martial, and you're right there. But I'm delicious. Smart. I'm going to throw a rock at Silvio. I'm hurt. I look martial. I'm covered in furs. I can barely move my arms. <laughs> you're like the kid from Christmas Story. <laughs> Little so, brother. Uh, the ogre throws a rock at you, Silvio, and it bursts into powder two feet from your head when it hits the rock nearby. The good news is I am protected by this rock, which I am hunkering by. Mm. Is that is that 39 damage of, like, dusting that Silvio just took? Nope, that was the... It just rolls to hit and damage together. Ooh, I do not want to be hit by one of these things. Ross! Okay, uh, so I'm gonna let out action to get angry. A, uh, I like I hate it when people shower rocks down upon my bar. <laughs> Just the absolute worst. Uh, and then I'm going to bonus action rage, running in there, and uh, I'm gonna go for go for the heels. Okay. All right. Uh, it is this one, I believe. Ooh. Uh, so you whack it solidly in the side with your longsword, and its stony hide just doesn't even chip. Mm. Mira, how do I hurt these things? Uh, just remember, you can use your bardic inspiration, and if you miss, you keep it. Ooh, that's a good point, and it's Eight, correct. Uh, fourteen. The good news is nothing lost. Woohoo! Other than which was already lost. So, Victor. Uh, Goose is, by the way, going to uh, oh, dodge right. because I did not give her a command. So oh, okay. she is she is actively dodging. Got it, Victor. Uh, let's see. Victor will stride forward, uh, pulling one of his normal longbows from his magical quiver, and then I will shoot an arrow at purple. I will use my inspiration, and I will sharpshoot, and 
see what happens. Okay. Uh, I crit, which is very nice. Nice. not so bad. Ooh, nice. So I think that is 22 damage. Very nice. Looks like 22 to me. All right. Then I shall shoot him again. This time I do not have advantage and I'm not sharpshooting. Well, let's see. I'm feeling I'm feeling froggy. Let's just let's sharpshoot. Let's see what happens. Surely it will be fine. You know a 14 does not hit. How about a 15? <laughs> That's right. That's how I roll. 15 hits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. All right. Let's keep the let's let's just keep keep the train going. I will action surge. And, uh, at this point, I just figure I can't miss, so I'm just going to shoot with sharp shooting again. Pride goeth right. before a fall. All right, so I did in fact do that thing. I'll wait till I get inspired, and then I'll do it. So I, my last shot will be a normal shot. Okay. Yeah. Which connects for four points of damage, which is you know damage, and then I shall drop uh, the bow. And I will use a bonus action to summon my great sword into my hand. Uh, does it? Is it cooperating? Oh yes. In fact, it doesn't require the bonus action. You just think about it, and it's there. Ooh. Ooh, that's and, pretty cool. And and once again, the littering begins. <laughs> yes. The good news is we're responsible foresters. We always pick up all the bows actions and most of the arrows, as long as you know they're not. <laughs> yeah, we pick up the broken arrows too, and then we use them as part of our kindling because we're mm. the wrong. We use leave, every part of the bow. Leave yeah. no trace. <laughs> yes, we leave things better than we found them, often by killing ogres that were evil. Can't say or, rule. Yes, or at least take, take only pictures, leave only corpses. Is that what the the saying supposed to be? I don't know. Can, can we say that these ogres are evil? I mean, what evidence are we basing this claim on? I mean, they totally killed the guy and was just like, hey, we're going to come kill you too. So... You have yeah. no idea who set that guy up. And they killed him. Carrying him. They killed him because he lifted a curse. So they are pro-cursed. Uh, that's, that's fair. I, I will take your pro-cursed evidence and file that away. So if we're talking about potential sponsorships, I am also... Pro curse. <laughs> <laughs> Despite having a bonus action rolling around, I do not, in fact, have anything to do with it at the moment. So I will end my turn. I wish I had. All a right. Bonus action. Yeah, I would love our dear friends at Curse to be like, "Hey, all right." So this ogre is going to to here. Oop, one more. And I am gonna throw a rocket, Victor. Gross. Mm. I uh, am glad I have my greatsword in my hand since it is bonded with my um, mage stone mm. that I've got. Or what's it called? Something like that. Here we go. Ruby of the War Mage. Which, even though I don't have a hand free, allows me to cast uh, shield. Ordinarily, right. I'm not the world's most biggest proponent of shield, but when it prevents 34 <laughs> points of damage, I find myself warming to the spell. 
Yeah. Warming. How that happens, right? Warming to it, yes. All right. Mm. So there is a glow on the right side of my body, and I turn into the the rock, and it shatters off of it. All right. Uh, the uh, green ogre, number green ogre goes... And then it is Mira's turn. Silvio, I, you're on deck. That I do want to point out your spells. I do oh. want to point out just real quick, like when when Victor turns his body into a boulder and it just vaporizes, like Russ kind of is like, okay. It's the thing that happens. <laughs> it's all natural. I can teach you how to do it. <laughs> that is a spell I want to learn. All right, let's see here. Uh, that's. You'll be reboxing that. Ah. Why is there a box in front of my face? Because, for reasons. It's like a mirror colored box. I'm sure it, it is a mirror colored box. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just prepare all the tentacles. Go ahead. Mira is going to uh, reach into a small box that she has and pulls out a few uh, little uh, bits of coral, finger-like coral growth that she uh, picked up off the beach and sort of flings them into the air. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, she sort of smiles to herself because she knows that that box is now a box of terrible skipping across bear coral style pain but it is not immediately obvious to anybody else <laughs> yes all right so they'll have fun when do they 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 need to do things at the start of their turn or they need to do things now about that so whenever they move in that box okay uh they take a certain amount of damage for every, for every five, five feet. Travels. okay they can do a wisdom check to um <laughs> uh perception check to, to recognize that it is a hazard Okay, fair enough. That uh, is very well played, sir, because it won't knock our mess guy out of the mess. Yep. Well played. All right. Uh, anything else there, Mira? Got a move you like? Minor? Uh, Mira will, know that, upon noticing that there are rocks being thrown, rocks being thrown around, uh, will be like, I'm going to duck over here. Because <laughs> I don't have to maintain line of sight behind to that uh, coral field. So... Alrighty. Guess whose turn it is, Ben? Oh, God. Guess who? Oh, no. <laughs> the consequences of my own action. Uh, so, Silvio will uh, lean out from the side of the rock and say, Is this supposed to be scary? Because so far you're, you're doing what now? Perhaps you should just go home. Uh, and so I shall viciously mock him and require a wisdom save. Ben, you're going you're gonna to need to deal more, like, Eight vicious mockeries of damage here. Come on. I, I believe mean, I do at least two just because the levels are higher. Oh, that's Paige's uh, resistance. I thought that oh, was your yes. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh, spell resistance? Yep. Oh, yes. Still nothing. I am not particularly wise. What? I know. You're... No one's ever said that about you. Not needing the ogres. <laughs> uh, what? Two? What is this? <laughs> 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 and that's to the green one, right? 
Uh, that is to <clears throat> one that no, it's to purple. Why would I? <laughs> Why would I? Do that? I'm not falling for your shenanigans. Uh, got that? He's got the Yina hat on, so that's pretty much. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then, following that, I am going to a little further away, where I have cover, because <laughs> I. I see how much damage is flying with those rocks, and I don't have that many hit points. I don't know what y'all doing. Uh, that's the end of my turn. Oh, no, that's not the end of my turn. I, in my party, shall say, do not worry, Commander, you've totally got this. I'm going to be, uh, you know, making sure they don't break the concentration on the other one, because those rocks look scary. They'll do it right off of you, so you'll be fine. One I mean, of us they... gets to put the token on there, Ron. <laughs> I want double inspiration. All right, all right. Uh, so ogre number purple is toe to toe with Ross, yep. and will attempt to punch you with its big ugly fist. Enjoy your disadvantage. Well, this box real bad. <laughs> The seventeen uh, hits. Nope, I was I was rolling with disadvantage, and I had forgotten until after I rolled. Thirteen does not, though, right? No, it does not. All right, saved by the satyr. That's right. Right. Alrighty, Ross. What are you gonna do about this? Well, since uh, the bard is proactively healing me, we might as well get some uh, damage up on the board for him as well. So at this point, I'm going to turn back to Goose and and shout, uh, wait a minute, I got this. Etch in Draconic, which is vodka! Uh, and point at number purple. That sounded more like like English to me, but sure. Not Not vodka. Not vodka, 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 vodka. I love the Moody Jordan's website. It is, it is yet to steer me wrong. I, how would you know? Everything seems. It, it's got a web page, y'all. It's legit. Um, and then I'm going to bring the longsword down. Um. Oh, have an inspiration point for your your draconic stuff. Ooh, I will I will use that inspiration. Uh, so let's see if this works. It does. Look at that eighteen. Dang. And that's going to be seventeen slashing damage. All right. Damn, nice hit. And, and actually, hold on. That's actually one higher because I forgot that my macro on here doesn't actually include the plus one from the magic longsword because of reasons. Okay. I added an extra one. Excellent. Uh, alrighty. Anything well, else for your turn? Goose is going to uh, rush in. Mm-hmm. 10, We're so fools here to tread. Yes. yes. Vodka and he rushes in. <laughs> she rushes in. I'm terribly sorry. She, 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 she. I think uh, the one thing we can all learn from this is that uh, the the draconic word for fetch is vodka. All right, and is going to attack with an acidic bite. Okay. And crits on the twenty-six. Wow. Woo! Woo! That is amazing. 
amazing. Goose was my favorite. Go Goose. And that's going to be uh, 10 more acid damage to the... Uh, to the ogre. Yep. Mountain ogre, no less. All right. Well, that was a super effective turn. Anything else there, Mr. Coda? That's it. That's all I got. Victor. All right. Victor will... um... He kind of wanted to hide behind Ross. I mean, but Goose, Goose squeezed to the spot. Uh, that's fine. And I will swing. I will. I'm going to try and take this giant monster down with, with my great sword. Uh, I will use great weapon fighting because now that I bark inspiration, I can't miss because that's just how that works. Yep, absolutely. And. Uh, got bad news though i will whirl it there you go whack all right 23 damage yeah this thing is definitely bloodied all right anything else sir i feel like i still have the bardic inspiration and spirit so i will great weapon master with my final attack and as my sword flies towards the throat of this ogre, I kind of eye slant towards Ross. Why? And then, and then with my crit, is there anything maybe? Oh, yes. Uh, so at that point, I see that you're... <laughs> thank you for the reminder. Uh... Ron, you have another inspiration point. Actually, you Sorry. already have one, don't you? I was too no, busy. I, I had used it. I just didn't okay. mark it. I out. was too busy uh, playing HR for our dear listeners. Um, <laughs> all right. So <laughs> when, you are, when your sword is very apparently going for the killing blow here, Goose is going to uh, uh, spit her acid at the wound as a follow-up attack dealing a d6 of infused damage okay uh but it's actually 2d6 because crit (laughs) all right so that's 35 points of damage from the crit and then five damage from the acid which is fascinating about the drake warden because it actually adds the damage to the attack and goose kills it what? It was a team effort. That's amazing. Nice. That is pretty funny. Okay. I mean, let's let's face it. Victor slitting the the throat so that the acid could really dig in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Victor. Uh, Victor knows what that spell mirror cast was. Uh, you can make choices. I can't see it, be good ones. <laughs> um, those you, those if, coral bits look really sharp. If you stay there and ready, I will make life easier for you. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I can't ready with my with my bonus action. Oh. That is fine. Sometimes I, I am content. Don't I, you have more bows you could use against this thing? I've defeated my foe. I will turn to face yellow and make a taunting gesture with my sword. Ha ha! And then return it to you. I mean, it's it's popping back. I cannot. Uh, unfortunately, my bonus action attack is required to be melee. Ah, 
Curses. Yes, curses. All right. But I mean, you could whack Ross. I tempting, but I will pass. Again, I'm like, why? Why are you side eyeing me still? <laughs> no. I know you're bloodthirsty, but I uh... right, I am done. So this ogre lumbers forward, seemingly uh, unconcerned about the amount of damage he's taking. I'm gonna face off with Victor and Ross, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hit Victor. You're muted, Andrew. <laughs> And, and Goose is there too. How many feet would you say that they traveled? Uh, fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Fifteen. All right. I'm gonna be pushing this button three times. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, 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 ah. Hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> that Listen, was anticlimactic. <laughs> Listen, button pushing's hard. All right. Here we go. I mean. It was- Oh, one. One. Ah, I'm ah, on the edge ah, of my seat. Ah, ah. I mean, dog. No. Oh, there it is. Oh, 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 average. Three. Three. Fourteen points of coral, sharp coral type damage right on its toes, and you know how terrible that is. Mm-hmm. I, I do personally. I actually have. Yeah. A number of scars that are from coral. All right. Uh, So it rolls up there and then attempts to smash uh, Victor's head in. Uh, I mean, 26 will successfully hit me. All right. You will take 23 points of bludgeoning damage. And I require from you a strength save. I reach out at the last minute to warn Victor. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I, uh, I'm i not feeling very strong today, apparently. All right. You are knocked prone. Big oof. Big oof. It's not going to matter because his buddy is mezzed. You know, that's the idea as well. Whatever. Uh, all right, uh, Mira. Huh. All right, well, <clears throat> Mira's going to come around this corner. Mira's going, Ben. That means Silvio's turn is next. I am super prepared. <laughs> Mira's going to come to about this point and kind of look at Victor. Why are you lying down? <laughs> I think you heard a meaty, very meaty thunk. Why are you lying down? I, she was behind the rock. She didn't see any of this. Yeah, well, she yeah, heard, you it. heard the armor rattle. <laughs> um, and she will uh, decide that, in the interest of keeping in the coral field going, she's just in, instead going to extend a uh, suckered tentacle towards the the, uh, the the yellow marked ogre. I mean, you could do the green one instead. No, no, be an eighteen to hit that one. Hey, stop. Eighteen hits. They'll enjoy six points of tentacle type damage. Six vicious mockeries of damage. (laughs) (laughs) Your vicious mockeries do two points of damage now, Ben. Ooh, that's true. Yeah, I can reach six. Heck, I can even reach eight. But will I next turn? (laughs) And they're not getting pulled anywhere. Uh, All right. Anything else, Ms. Mira? Uh, She's going to keep her distance. 
All right, Silvio. Now that I am blessed with a cat, I am going to uh, come around the corner from my rock. I am going to say, what, you only hit one of them? You are never going to succeed in this in this way. You pathetic ogre, you should just go home. Uh, and you can make me a wisdom safe. I mean, in order to go home, he's going to have to walk all the way across those uh, corridors. Yeah, no, I understand I have to move, but my hands are full of cat, and that's far oh, more gosh, important than moving my money. Go back 15. Okay. I keep forgetting I have advantage. So those are my save. My save's a 15. 15 makes. All right. I rue the day. I uh, yell out to Victor, oh, what are you doing lying down? You're not supposed to get hit. Uh, come on, finish this up. And I shall inspire him. Rub some turtle hits. for E power ever. Lying down on the job. And then I resume my hidey hole. With that, I will continue uh, to to lay into my new target now in front of me uh, with my longsword. And you can do it. that is actually one higher, so it's a 19 to hit. We all know a 15 hits. Excellent. And that'll be 18 points of damage. Wow. All right. The ogre grunts as uh, your sword cuts into its stony hide. Victor, you are lying down. I will stand up. Stand in the place that you were. Now oh, face uh, north. Yes. <laughs> Whatever direction <laughs> is important. I plan on knocking this ogre down. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to knock him down by killing him. Okay, good. Try Give me another crit. All right, I will, I will use the inspiration that I earned a few minutes ago. Whoop, whoop. And I will great sword this guy with my great weapon fighting. Another and crit. Where they start looking at my with suspicion, but... uh. Luck, there's no dice involved. <laughs> I know, I know. You trust World 20. I don't. Yeah, especially not. I think they have a pretty good random number algorithm. And, I mean, uh, I just want to point out, the other night I rolled 20 d6s and got five ones and one six. So. That happens. That's, that yeah. happens. <laughs> I got to roll 18 d10 uh on tuesday night because somebody blundered into a trap and Ooh. boy howdy that was fun wow yeah so i cool. got a crit going for this guy's uh solar plexus damn for 28 points of damage potentially dang yeah eight points of damage i think i can only use the infusion strike once per short rest i'm gonna look that up uh, real quick all right I shall swing a second time. Give me another crit! Oh, nope, nope. I can't use it. It's not okay, literally. Alright. All right. 2d6 coming up. Uh, so that's seven more damage with yet another direct infusion of acid to the blood. Nice. Oh, I, you know, it's not right, a uh, yeah, I, fruit I infusion or a... Uh... <laughs> 
That was my bad. I, I do not have advantage on that roll. Mm. Oh, well, then a 13 will miss. However, I do have Sylvie advantage. Sylvanage. Which Sylvanage. Puts- Sylvanage. Sylvanage. Yes. Nice. Alright, so I will take 18. Wow. He's just laying I in. This was going to be a tough fight, too. And then I will blow everyone's mind by attacking with my bonus action attack this time. What? That's right. That crit. You don't. Give it to me. Don't do that. Whoa! Another, Another 19 points. Beautiful. He's a machine, folks. Very nice. That sword starts swinging. Right. I am using all of the powers that all of my allies are giving me, and I'm trying to turn it into sweet, sweet dead ogre, but I I came a little short, unfortunately. So, Paige, speaking of powers that we all definitely have and should be using to defeat our foes, um, I on my bonus action on my turn, I, I continued to order Goose to attack, because that's a thing that I need to do. Cha! But clearly, Goose is now just fighting with uh, Victor. Ooh. I think the two of them, they've really done some bonding recently. Something. Uh, so is a 22 to deal five more acid damage. All right, noted. Uh, holes are starting to smoke in the ogre's skin. Yeah. I was really hoping that Goose had just you know, <laughs> killed another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the kill stealing. All right. <laughs> Uh, and this one is going to try to hit Victor in the face. Mm, 23, huh? Let's see. Yeah, I'm hitting the face. And I, I believe you are going to fail that strength save because I believe you're out of hit points. No, I still have hit points. Oh, okay. I am a straight fighter. <laughs> Who are you and why are you critting so much? I was going to say, save those crits for attacks, friend. So, so wow. Story, Damn. Ron and Ben and I were playing D&D at an event downtown. <laughs> and it was, it was all drunk. And there was this other guy here who was also drunk. And the DM was also drunk. And the, the bad guy was this big kind of mech thing. And also Ron drunk. Like, and also drunk. Yes. Ron rolled, f- what was it, four crits in a row? Uh, yeah, I think that was the case. And the DM's just like, we're good. We're good. <laughs> so combat? What combat? Before, but I don't want it pointed at me. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we'll pay for this night for many sessions to come. All right. Somebody will. So that was Mezzed. Uh, Mira. Victor prone yet again. I just hope hey, I got a 27 on my saving throw. <laughs> He's not going down. You can do this all day. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just hope Pitch doesn't overcorrect and, like, next time it's going to be like 12 ogres. Yeah. Like, no. I, the next fight is entirely fair, cold, according to KFC, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'll throw an extra one in there. I mean, I'm looking pretty. I'm looking pretty beat up. I, I could definitely take one of those little bloodied icons if yeah, you want to give, allocate one to me. Um, Done did do it. I believe all our viewers at home can see my state of being with the plugin thing if it's working properly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Mira. Go ahead. 
Nero will, will know this, that Victor is getting smacked around a lot on this here battlefield, and she'll come over and go, That's what Victor do. Victor, you, you really... You, you, oh, wait, no, that's just concentration. God damn it, never mind. You get nothing. <laughs> I back up. <laughs> it's the thought that counts, is what they're going to write on my tombstone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fair. Instead, Fair. she decides, listen, I'm just going to use this here uh, sucker tentacle <laughs> to miss, like, a lot. So it goes out like one of those sticky hands and sort of lands in the dirt. She's like, ah, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally the worst with a sticky hand. <laughs> And it's dirty. It doesn't. Yeah, work. yeah. No, it's you just gotta rinse off the tentacle now. Yeah, it's kind of rinse the tentacle. That so, so for something, Andrew, I'd like you yeah. to know that uh, old so tiger in the chat has taken pity upon you Aww. and has blessed you with a player inspiration. Aww. Oh, and our buddy Rally Security is donating to me. Thanks. Mm, I, I, I didn't. I didn't here. see that one. <laughs> I uh, did. Uh, okay. <laughs> I guess. DM inspiration raised to five k. How there many? Must do you be need one k more. I'm in. It's not even one k. It's like seven hundred more. Yeah. How do I do that? Oh, there we go. Uh, all right. All right. You're giving points to yourself. What? <laughs> What is this? this is corruption in the system. Yes. <laughs> All right. Did that did that bring me enough? That that got you enough. Excellent. Mm. HR right. is gonna have to look into this. Yeah, for sure. It's <laughs> my broad pink bottom. All right, Sylvia. That's fine, but the forms must be obeyed. Uh, well. I see that I am still keeping one of them out of the fight, so I will, uh, not having a cap this time, come over here-ish. Uh, I shall taunt him a third time. Hopefully this time will be the wiener. The wiener, huh? That's right. So a wisdom save. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Ogre. Mr. Ogre. That's 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 ogre wisdom saves for you. I would like to remind you that you have advantage in doing so. Remember that game state is everyone's responsibility, yeah. and also I'm the fishing. thing is I'm plus zero. Well, shit, there's a twenty hundred if you die. <laughs> wish me luck. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't wish your luck. Yes, sir. Suffer. Suffer. No, I had advantage anyway because I'm spellless. I did not put my deal advantage. Yeah, no, I was reminding you that you were spell resistant. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were reminding me about my DM. <laughs> All right, carry on. I mean, that would be a great way to trick you to spend your DM thing, but no, I just. <laughs> I do lots of tricks. Don't don't yeah. push her, Ben. She'll take triple advantage. Yeah. That's <laughs> not one of those oh, things you know. accuracy. <laughs> Four vicious mockeries of damage. Wow. I do. You also have disadvantage on your next attack. All right. Ross. Silvio. Uh, then I will once again tell my good friend Victor to hurry this shit up. <laughs> Silvio, your vicious mockeries are getting exponentially more powerful. So I expect an eight next time. It's not crazy talk. All right. Um, well, seeing that this one is um, on its last leg, 
I'm going to try and remove that leg with right. my longsword. And maybe some acid? We'll okay. See. You, you don't want to spread the damage around? <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'm going to use my inspiration because I, our our bard is becoming impatient to make this 12 into a 17. That Ooh. is. Uh, dealing 15 points of damage. I don't suppose you wanted to take this one alive, did you? Uh, why Why would I want that? We've got one standing over there looking at all the pretty colors. Okay. All right. The ogre falls to the ground with a titanic thud of, of dead flesh. And as Goose turns to the last one, I will I will mutter, Itik, which is draconic for <laughs> weight. Oh. Uh, so it's Victor's turn. So I have a question for you, gentlemen. Uh, do you do you plan to just like ready a bunch of actions and then waylay this thing when it gets up? Even better, we're all going to move to the other side of the stone field <laughs> and shoot it shoot it from there. So and when it pops out thing. of this thing in rage, it'll go. I mean, it's. I almost want to. I mean, that's our plan. I mean. All right, let's roll it out then. I'm excited about it. It's a good plan. It's a plan I'm part, proud to be a part of. Let's go. Captain, we could just leave it. I mean... Or this is the one time it does spot the uh, coral field. And goes like, no. and like, <laughs> Just a conscientious objector. Yeah. No. So what are we doing, kids? Um, I think everyone should move to the other side of the stone field. I mean, then... Captain gave orders. Okay. You, you then... really want to see this this party trick go off, don't you? <laughs> I mean, I think it'll be really cool. And then, uh, you know, we'll just shoot it starting with uh, with Mira. We... On three? Yeah, I mean, we could. should we all ready in action? We should all ready in action. Why not? Let's do it. All right. I actually don't have anything that reaches that far other than a lightning bolt, so I probably shouldn't have be leading this off. Uh, I will hand you one of my javelins. You can also just ready for it to get close enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll do that. All right. A whole bunch of readies go off. Well, somebody has to pop it. To... Yeah, someone has to be the initiator, right? Yep, I mean, so who's gonna initiate? Sounds like Victor. I'll just shoot out with sharpshooter until I until I hit it. Fair. <laughs> so go ahead. This is so yeah. terrible. I, I missed. Swoosh. Shooting a fish in the barrel here. I mean, Captain, it it wouldn't be that hard. We could we could just <laughs> go over there and. All right, with a fourteen, you still miss, sir. Yeah. So I mean, Sylvia, can't you talk some sense into him? Can't hit the broadside of a barn. I mean, we we could just like it's it's a cool effect, sure, but uh, we could just leave and get closer to the dwarfs. A six also misses. <laughs> All right, Mira, surely you can talk some sense into Victor. He listens to you. All right, let's, let's put it. We'll leave it as an example for the other one. As the others. Let's let's move on, I guess. Here's like, yeah, you know, like the sun's going down, like I'm <laughs> kind of tired here. All right. 
Do they have any cool Feywild loot before we leave? Uh, no, they do not. Okay. But they do have a a uh, a red cap that has been skewered to a plank with a bunch of iron spikes. Now, is it dead or was it just going to die? I, you know, it looks like it's in that liminal space between. We'll, we'll take it with us. Mm. We can at least bury it if we can't save it. All right. All right, you scarper off the battlefield. Paige, uh, the the red cap has boots, right? Go on. Big iron boots, yes. Do you think that any of these are magical? Check, I guess. Well, on the red cap? The red cap or the ogres. I know they didn't have much other than rocks. But this one, and I'll kind of, I mean, does he have a pack on him? No. No. And his clothes look tattered. His shoes are dented. I thought there was something special about the boots. Mm. I mean, are there? They if hurt we... a lot when they hit you in the balls, right, Victor? I yes, <laughs> they do hurt a lot. They they feel like they hurt more than they should. So I'm with Ross. I think they're special boots that have, are enchanted with uh, ball pain infliction. <laughs> oh God, it's terrible. Mm. I don't know why that would, in, you know, interest Ross being a lizard man, but. The ogres do have loincloths. I know that's a subject of certain interest in this group. Yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw a line at making clothes out of humanoid skin. Like, yeah, but those guys, I can't muddy my brand with some knockoff ogre craftsmanship. Okay, that's just not how this goes. They are made of sheepskin. They look pretty warm. Right, and if there were sheep meat in it, wait. Let's <laughs> let's stop there. Mira, Mira is currently like quickening her pace, so she's up to like ten feet ahead of Spidey <laughs> now, and and extending her lead. Sylvia yells, "Buddy system," and catches up. <laughs> so, are you just leaving the red cap on the side? No, of no, the- no. We're taking the red cap with us. And once we get like I don't know a quarter mile away. Mm-hmm. We will minister to the red cap while keeping a careful watch. All right. Um, it, like I said, the red cap has had several uh, iron spikes about this long uh, uh, shoved through his body and into a piece of wood so that he's basically nailed to this piece of wood. And uh, it looks like he's certainly in distress. My opinion is that would be fatal for a human. Mira is going to try and figure out how to extract the uh, iron spikes and then immediately cast something like Cure Wounds on him. You just I mean, want me to pull on them? And we're going to, how many spikes are there? We're going to have to pull them all out on the count of three. There are six iron spikes. 
The good news is we were just talking about not having iron spikes that could specifically, you know, really mess up Faye. This is really a gift in disguise. Do I? Do, uh, does Mira think that she can cast fast enough that he's not going to, or I assume it's a he, going uh, not going to uh, bleed out before she can do that? I mean, you can always try. Well, maybe with this medicine roll, I will try to come up with a uh, differential diagnosis that is most beneficial to this okay. particular. Ooh, and that's okay. pretty good. A 20. It's not lupus. Uh, it's never <laughs> lupus. Uh, sure, you think that if they pulled the spikes out at about the same time, you think you could get in there with even uh, a good berry in his mouth just to, just to keep him alive. All right. Bite down on this. But you you do think he has been nailed to this board and uh, has gone without water for several days. We're going to treat... Like these aren't uh, quite enough to kill him, maybe, but certainly enough to make him acutely miserable. We are going to treat one symptom at a time, starting from the most uh, important ones. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know that I'd call iron spikes being driven through your body a symptom as much as it is just a real big problem. <laughs> You've come down with iron spikes through your body. Yeah, I don't remember seeing that episode of House. <laughs> On the count of three. Yes. One, and she's going to have a handful of uh, sea grapes in her hand. Is, uh, it, is it three or three and then go? <laughs> it's three. <laughs> uh, on the count of three, you're gonna pull them all out. I should make you. <laughs> I should make you all make fucking wisdom checks just to make sure you could get that right. But that's a level of detail I'm not willing to go to. Hey, all right, one, two, three. Oh. Oh. <clears throat> and then I shove good berries into the uh, into the phase mouth. All right, uh, he kicks and thrashes and. Uh, uh, tries to roll away, but he's pretty weak. But it's a good response. He's pretty pretty vigorous <clears throat> for all that. Uh, he takes it a moment, and he uh, swallows the sea grapes. One of them gets kind of caught halfway down, so it's a choking and swallowing. Yeah. But he sits up and says, Oh, I, you lot again. Hey! I appreciate uh, the uh, save uh my big brother's a little bit uh got a fit of peak going on mm -hmm. we are all too happy to uh to collect your life boon as we have just uh saved that but uh, don't worry we won't call on that anytime soon oh here's some water by the way <laughs> the fade looks at the water looks at silvio looks at the water it's i accept the gift and he takes it and chugs, chugs it down. I don't suppose you have anything stronger, do you? I produced the Weinstein. All right. I think I'm related to a bunch of Weinsteins. <laughs> I mean, you know, I my record and produce, what is it, five pints of wine? Sure. It feels uh, like you get an extra pint every time you bring it up. I'm not going to, you know, walk that back. By the end of this campaign, it's just going to be like an 30 Olympic gallons. Pool. An Olympic pool of wine. There you go. Uh, 
so uh, the Fae accepts the water and then sighs, then takes the wine and chugs an amount of wine that seems like it is probably more than the volume of his body. Ooh, do we get that effect from uh, from cartoons where he yeah. drinks it and then it comes out all the holes? <laughs> uh, and he says, well... I run with that one. <laughs> we're not playing that silly of a game. Uh, the face says, well, your flagon's pretty mad. I'm Gertilian. Nice to meet you, Gertilian. Uh, and I suppose I do owe you one at this point. How much of your brother's influence did it take to send those ogres against you and then us? Like, was that something he could do a lot? Was him? Was that him pulling in all of his markers somewhere in the middle? It's somewhere on the middle. Well, if you wanted to go back and take some of the ogre bits to your brother as a gift from us, he might accept that. No. No, as a matter of fact, that is not, not what I want to do, you daft lad. What I want to do is fuck right off out of here. Uh, enjoy your fucking, and uh, you know, <laughs> just we'll call your name three times when we need you. What? Um, Maxim with the gift sub. Thank what? you, uh, Maxim. Appreciated. Wrong music. Gotta change the music. Music, play the music. Yay! Yay! Maxim. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. We appreciate. So, Victor, what do we do with our new bonded companion? I mean, he's a pretty fae. He can do what he wants. Maybe, I mean, maybe he knows something about the whole thing with Trinless and the village. When you say that name, he like flinches. Yeah, you do. <laughs> hey, what do you want with that one? Um, um, if you're familiar with the situation, maybe you could go back and advise um, our the Rashimi witch on like things she should and shouldn't do around the agreement. You know, she's going to try and help the villagers. We don't want her to get killed as a result. Oh, this is about Trinless and Chernow? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Trinless isn't going to let that deal go. Tell us. Right. Yeah, okay, yeah. Give us the skinny. He crosses his arms like this and says, I really shouldn't speak of it. I could be putting myself in trouble. And then looks at Silvio. It's easily worth the watching that we gave you earlier, as well as the wine. Mira will All pick right. up one, one of the six spikes and be like, oh, that is really heavy. <laughs> I'm, right. I am, I am talking about the water and the wine, not the life deaths. Noted. Okay. Uh, uh, well, uh, so Trinless uh, has an ability over, over the fall, over the autumn. And, uh, <laughs> a long time ago, he uh, 
he gave some villagers over there what they wanted because uh they uh as long as they uh, sacrificed lambs to him in the fall and painted the corners of their fields with fresh blood after the harvest, that uh, that it would make the ground good for the next spring's crops. And it was a deal. We got some, we got some lambs, we got some fresh blood, and that's always nice. Red caps, you know. Uh, and I mean, uh, Rass licks his, licks his lips at the uh, mention of lamb. Uh but he actually gave him a little something more than they asked for. Apparently. <laughs> get this, get this, get this. Apparently, if you put human blood on the corners of your fields, it works even better. Now, he didn't tell them to do that. They don't have to do that. Oh, but oh, human, you know? Have, have, girl wins. Mm. have they been doing that? Oh, yeah. Not very often. Not everybody in town. But, uh, yeah. But, you know, if you have an 11-year-old girl that, you know, you're not particularly fond of. Hmm. Or maybe his neighbor. So not everyone knows about this, I assume. What kind of monster sacrifices a child to such a deal? Uh, humans. Actually, a lot of them. Humans. What? Sally among poison with the prime sub. <laughs> they just want to see more dancing. They just want to see more blood. More blood! More blood or more dancing? I mean, one of these. <laughs> Thank you so much! Good the best! Sally from Among Poison. <laughs> Sally Among Poison. Sally Among Poison. Thank you. Right. That's awesome. Mwah. Thank you very much. So that's right. super happy fun time aside, we were talking about the blood of children. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> the blood of children and their, you know, friends and neighbors being all agreed to this. Uh, you know, I keep in town. I don't know if anybody knows about it or everybody knows about it. Or, uh, but ain't us doing it. Them doing it to themselves. That just brings up the question of why they come in after the witch then, if they're the ones doing it. Well, probably the ones that do do it are, you know. Oh, I get that. Yeah. I guess <clears throat> not everybody knows then. I'm just saying. <clears throat> them's that knows. Mira's <laughs> been away from the ocean for far too long. I got it so parched. That's what we need the fluids. Them's that knows might be uh, the ones responsible. Yeah, I think that's probably pretty likely. Should we let the witch know so that she can maybe look into it? Yeah, I don't. Th yeah, Tamith isn't a match for the Eladrin. But she can probably straighten out a couple greedy humans, especially with the help of uh, that bereaved father and some people that he trusts that aren't his neighbors and haven't had suspiciously good crops recently. And you know, Blackfire, he's still back there. That's true. He's like bonding with the forces of nature or something. 
Uh, do any of you have the magical ability to tell the witch stuff? I'd like send a message. Check check my pockets. <laughs> Coda's like lifts up his loincloth. Nothing here. <laughs> I mean, Coda. He's, he's true. Same thing. Same thing. Really. Let's not. Uh... <clears throat> I don't think that's a thing I can do. I would be surprised if you could. No, I can use the. A, a, well, there's animal messenger, but that, that'd be later on. Well, our options are: we could go back and tell her ourselves. We could expend uh, the hold we have over this Fay for something, you know, good in the short term, and have him go tell her the full story, and help as much as the boon um, requires of him. Or we could uh, tomorrow, most likely, magically tell her. I cannot imagine that a single night would make too much of a difference in this. I mean, it might make a difference. I mean, there could be somebody, you know, waylaying a traveler now to... I mean, smash cut back to wildfire setting (laughs) the entire village on fire. Like... I mean, you can't really use Animal Messenger to deliver a long message. So if our new friend here were to go and let her know, that's probably the best. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, yeah. Only a jot down the the way. Can't you just write it and attach it to the animal and say the Animal Messenger's message is, hey, take this note off of my leg? <laughs> Actually, I don't know. It doesn't. Uh, let me look at it. Like that. That's I, I the kind of bullshit rules twisting I would expect of my dearly beloved friend Sala. If we wanted to take that approach, I could look for. Hmm, he kind of looks around. One of the birds of this region might be willing to deliver the message such as that. Oh, okay. Is that a thing that you can do? With the speak with animal spell that we've been practicing, and I'll, I'll look down at Goose. I think we can make it happen. You, you can't really... They're not reliable animals. That's the problem, though. You have to use the messenger thing to get them to deliver something. It's just not, you can speak with them, but then they'll forget, they'll chase a thing. They'll never make it there. Mm. Whereas with Animal Messenger, you could be like, okay, squirrel friend, take this and deliver it. And Mm. also say this other thing with my voice, which is creepy because it's a squirrel speaking. I find it quite hard to get a squirrel to agree to anything. Yes, that's correct. In my presence. Also true. I cannot imagine why. It's because squirrels look so tasty. It's because squirrels are so tasty. Mm, But a predator such as a hawk might have more mm, ability to perform. Sure, we could get uh, one of these other birds or maybe uh, a bat to deliver the message. Mm, also quite tasty when you can catch them. 
I listen. We're not finding you a snack here, Ross. This is someone to help us. He uses speak with animal to get animals to come closer. And then... <laughs> That's the kind of monster Ross is. Right, Ross is like, just get to my van. <laughs> <laughs> but, but in all fairness, it's I leave the children animals. Okay, I'm oh, not. A oh, monster. Oh, oh. You just leave them to the point where they have no family just so that they can That's know true. how the same pain that your other characters do. Woo, <laughs> mm-hmm. that took a dark turn. Yeah, so so back to traveling towards the uh, the mountains, eh? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I think we could probably get someone to take a message. From <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you're not be needing me, then I'll go with the fucking off. It's been nice talking to you. Yeah, thanks. All right, so uh, your travel continues. Uh, towards nightfall, you find kind of a, a pretty spot to camp. It's up at a good uh, height where you can see people coming or anything coming near you. Uh, it's a kind of a, a large rocky field with some small plants and uh, a stream cascading down into the, into the pass. Uh, and there's actually a... Uh, on the side of the path, there's like an area that was clearly set up for camping, and it's not too far from the stream. There's a, there's a fire pit there. There's a cord of firewood stored up off the ground, uh, so the, the termites won't eat it. Um, and it, it looks like a pretty good place to camp now that the sun is setting soon. Before I go pay the uh, the park fee for uh, using the rest space, perhaps you should make sure it is safe. Yeah, I'll take a how. When was this place last used? Like this, someone. Yeah. Make me a. When was this place last used? Check. I'll uh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll assist with that. All right, I'm gonna call this a survival. <clears throat> oh, I should probably roll that with advantage if I'm gonna be doing yes. it while he's helping. Ah, and it helped. Ooh, well done. Although I will say, a lot of my help is. Is the fireplace warm? Can it right. be warm? How quickly <laughs> can it be warm? Go, 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 go chop more wood, Ross. Clearly the wood was brought here from lower elevations. <clears throat> and it's, it's sometimes foresters end up going around and stocking trails like this as well. Mm. Uh, Mira, you think it's been a long time since anybody's been here. Nobody's been here within the last couple of weeks, certainly. Hmm. Do I have any sense of what type of camp this is? Like I mean, hunters, traders, like traveler, travelers, yeah, travelers okay. or traders. <clears throat> well, we should use it, but maybe not use up all of the wood. Mm, Russ almost immediately here. sets to making a fire. Ugh. All right. Well, the uh, the sun sets over the mountains, and it's rather, you know. It's it's rather beautiful as the uh, the natural beauty of the mountains is amplified Aww. by the sunset, and you have a, a pleasant campfire and a pleasant evening. Before you go to sleep, <laughs> I wouldn't mind a little bit of healing on my mini abrasions. Also, Paige, this place is awful. It's a hellhole, and it's very cold, and it is awful. And have I mentioned how cold it is? Terrible. What's going on? It's just All the right. worst. Play Frost Maiden with you, because that would be a true horror game <laughs> for you. 
Are you ready for some healing? I'm concerned about Coda the person yes. playing Frostmaiden. So cold. Enjoy 14 points of healing type touching. Alright, that should be good. I just wanted to make sure I didn't use more hit dice than I'm going to get back. I mean, I could give you another one. It's not like I'm not about to... I mean, what could go wrong overnight? That's true. Yeah, g give me another one then. Surely nothing here at the at nearly the top of the hour. What hops out of darkness at, at a time like this? Well, about the time you say that. <laughs> perfect, perfect you. Damn it, Mira. Andrew, you may have a point of inspiration. I have a point of inspiration. Somebody um, else may have that point then. Who needs a point of inspiration? I do. I still, have some, inspiration. I still have some wounds left, but I'll salve them with this point of inspiration. Okay. No. Uh, so, oh, hang on. I got to go get a graphic. Oh, boy. Uh, well, it's it's not where I thought it was. We're making new friends. Well, while we talk about graphics. You uh, know what? I'll just do it from the other page. Oh, okay. Nope. Uh, nope. Wee. <laughs> So, who all is excited for Tasha's to come out? Ooh. So excited. I've definitely seen pictures, but honestly, I don't know what's in it. Yeah, what is in it? Next so, week, we're like the whole table of contents. All new classes. Pretty much. Hmm? I, new stuff for all the classes. Yep. It'll be like Xanathar's, but. Oh, neat. That's yep. exciting. I do like new stuff. Yeah, theoretically bigger. So is this like a bunch of the stuff that came out with UA, but finally... Like... And they're pulling in some of the Ravnica and Thera stuff. But it is some strictly new stuff as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So as you were saying, uh, your your fateful proclamation there, Mira, a, um, a part of the mountain itself... No oh boy. Uh, ...kind of moves and shakes and... Knocks off plants and dust as a as a giant figure stands up and says, "Excuse me, are you staying here tonight?" I mean, I would say that I quickly go for my sword, but so cold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Are you looking to share a fire tonight? No. I was interested in the magic you carry with you. Oh, uh, sure. Come on over and let's talk. Thank you, says the giant. And quite awkwardly uh, leans up over to your camp because your camp is not really giant sized. No. We make room. Oh, oh, why is there a map all of a sudden? There, this seems unnecessary. That, I know. Why? Who? That's a lot of giants. I never know what you're going to do. Listen, it, he sits. It's kind of hard to tell their gender. They're, mm. they're sort of masculine, but sort of feminine. <clears throat> Uh, the giant sits on a rock there and sort of looks over your group. Well, not except for Wildfire and Hewitt, we're not. Uh, looks over your group and says, 
Yes, the magic you carry with you seems like it is from this area. Uh, which, which part of the magic we carry with us? Also, what is your name? I do not believe I caught that part. Oh, uh, my name is very long. To pronounce it properly would take longer than most small folk have the patience for. Uh, do you have a name or an appellation? You can call me Zlogan. Ah, it's a pleasure to meet you, Zlogan. Uh, this is famed Capitan Victor of the Foresters, and we are his merry band. Oh. It rotates its head to look at, uh, at uh, Victor, and you can practically hear stone turning as the massive muscles move and flex, and says, Yes! Of course he would be the captain, because he carries the magic. Which is where we'll leave it tonight. This is where we find out Victor's been replaced by Elven Nobility. I knew it! Yes. <laughs> however, however, I do have one more little thing that I want to tell you before we leave tonight. Oh, you ready? God. Is it that you love us and all of our I do it! There we go. Just in time for Tasha's. Ooh. Yes! I feel like Broad might might hurt me if I switch classes again, unfortunately. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> you're, done. you're done. Matter of fact, we have to update one of our overlays because it's not correct. Anymore. It's so true. <laughs> don't look don't look back, Mike. Don't look back. No, do it. Just do it. Do you pick up that third class? Do you no, I've actually... have any big plans as far as seventh level, given that Tasha's coming out? I'm actually really looking forward to continuing the Unearthed Arcana of the Drake Warden. Like, yeah. I'm I'm super digging this. Sadly, I don't get another Drake Warden ability until seventh level, but yeah. Uh, seventh level of the class. seventh level of oh, gotcha. I'm like totally Ranger, which will be ten if I continue level. on the trajectory I'm yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I'll have to look at the Druid content in, in Tasha's. I. I Thank know Druid of Spores comes out in Tasha's. Oh. There might be a straight up uh, Ocean Druid. It's not impossible. There might. Yeah. I think uh, College of Eloquence is being reprinted in Tasha's. So I think so, yeah. I won't. I will change from the Theros version to the Tasha's version. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I believe so. Yeah. They're not going to have two versions like they would in. I cannot imagine they would have two different printed versions running around at the same time. All right. Well, with that happy news, dear watchers, we will say goodbye. Let me get to the goodbye music going on. Goodbye. Good. All right. <laughs> Tis not goodbye. Tis good night. We'll see you again next Monday. Yes. Or for those who sign up for um, Wisdom they could see you this weekend. That's right. You could be just like Feats and Fables and play at Page Life and Stable. Now, now for that's you. For anybody who is playing at Page Lightman's Table, just remember, ask for all the gelato 
and make sure that if she presents to you with a detailed background and intricately woven story that you just go off on side quests it'll be great love you Paige I'm trying hard to keep us moving towards the actual quest but it's it's hard man all right. Well, regardless, dear watchers, thank you for coming on this adventure with us. Please, if you can, follow and subscribe on Twitch, subscribe to our YouTube channel, support us on Patreon, or hey, at least give us a like on iTunes. You'll find us at Feats and Fables on each of these platforms. Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod at Incomtech.com as served by Roll20. Our maps are made in Incarnate, Dungeon Draft, Dungeon Painter Studio, and or Campaign Cartographer. I think all the maps tonight were Incarnate. Uh, The art for uh, our NPCs, we saw Tamith tonight, is from the Hero Forge Token Generator. We'd like to thank our listeners and supporters, particularly McBoyard and Digital PCM, are some of our most recent followers. We had two subscribers tonight, Coda? Uh, we did. One was a gift subscribe subscription from Unmaxim, and then we also got one from Sally Among Poison. So thank you, both of you. And, and apparently we had another follow just five minutes ago from a GG778U. Thank you. Excellent. And my friend Caleb showed up in chat tonight. It was good to see you at least a little bit. Uh, thank you, chat, as always, for the inspiration and commiseration <laughs> with my We love having you with us. And we should also probably thank Digital PCM because I think they subscribe in between games. Oh, okay. Is that right, Koda? Uh, I think it was um, Maxim that actually ended up giving the sub- gift subscription to Digital PCM. So oh, okay. everything oh. works out. Digital Maxim, MVP. All right, folks, please join us next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time to see what happens next and follow us to adventure. Goodbye and good night. Love you all. Love you.